Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Joy of Junk Journals, the Paper Outpost podcast. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Sunshine and I are here, along with Holly, who I'm sure will chime in at any moment to say a big hello to everybody who loves paper and who loves making books. That's right. What is all of this making books thing going on? Um, You know, just thinking about the joy of making a book. There is just something so impactful about it. Something, um, I don't know, it has a... um, like a weight to it, a sense of legacy. You're leaving something here on this planet. You're making your mark. You're uh, leaving something that can be discovered another day. I mean, how fascinating is this? Your junk journal may end up in somebody's attic someday. Yes, yes, it might. This is a possibility. And, um, or it could be a basement. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Or, you know, it can end up at an estate sale you know, 10, 15, 20, 40, 60 years from now. Who knows? Hi, Holly, right on cue. That's my birdie, my little fluffer pants. And uh, everybody around here is apparently called fluffer pants. But uh, yeah, there's something special about making a book, the actual construction of making a book. It, it makes you, it turns one into a bookmaker. Then you are officially a bookmaker. And I picture um, this darkened studio, almost like a Geppetto's studio with, with wood all around you and one like light swinging over your head slowly, um, amber candle glow style light and, and uh, all sorts of book presses and, and uh, cutting instruments and strings and threads and needles and things like that. I don't know. I just imagine that's what bookmakers in the past used to look like. Um, watching people make books on YouTube. Thank you, YouTube, for this. Um, uh, a traditional book by hand is really something to behold. If you've never seen that, I th- uh, strongly encourage you to check it out. It's a fabulous process, quite quite intricate and quite complicated and quite um, um, fascinating to watch. And there's, there's a million and one ways to make a book. A book can be as simple as a couple of pages folded together and stapled to an intricate tome, um, a heavy leather-bound journal, something found in archives or the Library of Congress. Right, Sonny? Do you think, do you think an, anybody's journal will end up in the Library of Congress? You just never know. That's right. They say they have a copy of everything. Well, we shall see. They'll, they'll have to have quite a few copies of all the junk journals because pretty much everyone is original and um, they're all out there somewhere and they're going out in the world, circulating around, being given as gifts, uh, being enjoyed, being explored, being adventured through. That's right, Holly. People are exploring their junk journals and even though they're not sure what on earth these things are when they receive them, it does tend to pique their interest. It tends to start a conversation. First, you know, you you get the squirrely-eyed look of what is this and then the conversation begins. And, uh, you know, I've had some unique experiences over time where... um, Um, I remember one of the first places I um, debuted a junk journal was at a silent auction we had here in town, Um, and I donated one, and I remember writing a little note about it, and, uh, you know, I I don't know, I don't, I don't know what it sold for, and I don't know um, who got it, but I know that it went out into the world, and it went somewhere, and it's in somebody else's hands, and I have no control over that. And there's something about that that is thoroughly exciting. It is um, something that I think is fabulous, 
that, um, you know, there's a book out there and it was made by me. And that just, I don't know, there's just something really cool about that. And I just want everybody to have that experience. Number one of making a book. I think that's probably the most important thing. And it really doesn't matter whether you give it away, you sell it, um, it goes out there or it gets donated. It doesn't matter. Um, or, uh, you just keep it as your own. But the world is forever changed once you make a book. And I think it's wonderful when I hear uh, stories about how people are teaching other people how to make books. Nothing nothing thrills me more than those stories. I think they're wonderful. And um, so many people have contacted me who teach others. Um, maybe they work in assisted living facilities or they work... Uh, with children, maybe at uh, summer camp, something like that, or they have these gatherings of people that get together and they do arts and crafts. And sometimes they choose to make junk journals and they decorate their junk journals and they have fun doing it and they learn new skills and they laugh together and they explore new techniques and um, it's a good time. And uh, those those certainly bring a lot of smiles. And uh, I encourage you, if you've um, made a journal or you've made a junk journal, teach someone else, show them, don't, don't be afraid to show them your book. I know that there's a lot of apprehension and fear and concern about, oh, my, my, my journal is not that good. It's kind of falling apart. The pages are all awkward. The signatures, some are higher and some are lower and, um, or the cover not, not sturdy enough, Pam. It's just not sturdy enough. I know, I know. But remember, to somebody who's never even seen one, uh, that thing can be amazing and awesome in their hands, and it can also spark all sorts of ideas in their minds. And that's one thing about the art and the craft world. Uh, we tend to propagate ideas um, just by interacting with each other, just by seeing what, what we each make, just by hearing how excited we are about what we're doing, um, about the simplicity of it or about the complication uh, of it. It, it. And and some, you know, I tend to focus more on the simple process of making books uh, for the videos, but um, there's a lot of joy in the complicated process as well. Sometimes you're just ready to roll up your sleeves and create your souffle. You know, something complicated, something uh, that you just want to go a little further, a little deeper. You want to have that super crisp edge. You want to make sure everything is measured perfectly to every millimeter. And you want it, the book to close like a normal book, or maybe you want it to be so fat it, it, it will take a crane to lift. Um, it it doesn't matter. It's all good. It's all powerful and it's all rewarding. Um, the point, the, the most important thing is that you're enjoying the process. And sometimes there's a little struggle in the process. That, that is true. I have to admit it, that every journal that I make, I learn a little something new. Um, a little something about how to fold the corner of a, a piece of fabric or how to glue in the inside cover or maybe an alternative way to sew the signatures together. Um, uh, after making a lot of journals, I've kind of settled into a groove, a little uh, pattern that I tend to make the same um, basic structure a lot because I'm very familiar with it. And um, it, it just like, you know, playing the piano, you do it enough, it becomes uh, very easy over time. But also you, you, you want to... Um, stretch yourself and, and ask yourself to grow in new areas and your brain will start to think, well, I've done it this way a, a thousand times. What if I did it that way? Um, what if I, um, 
uh, tried something different. I'm, even if it doesn't work out, you know, l- let me just try it this time. I know it seems like a big risk because I put so much effort into this thing already. Uh, but if I keep reminding myself that it is only paper and that, um, you know, the worst thing that can happen is I've just got a pile of paper that didn't, didn't turn into a book. That's pretty much the worst of it, right? <laughs> so um, I try and remind myself that. And I've been actually um, playing around with some different kinds of... Uh, uh, assemblage, assemblage, <laughs> to put the books together in different ways. And really, when you start thinking outside of your own box, you start to see that there is no limit to the way you can put a book together. Um, the means that you use to hold it together, whether you're, you know, using thread, you're using rings, you're using straws. I mean, whatever you're using is, it's only limited to your imagination and to let your imagination go. And that's a good thing and, and try it. And I encourage you to be brave. Even if it doesn't work out, just keep going forward and and just seeing what you can do with it because, um, that's, you're on the edge of your own imagination and that's where all the beauty lives. That's where all the fire and the passion and the excitement uh, can really live out there when you you stumble upon uh, something new, a new idea, a new skill is revealed, um, a new technique to yourself, you know, and um, and play with it and have fun with it. Uh, you know, part of me right now wants to run off and play with like spray paint paper like crazy, and another part of me wants to go and play with this new um, assemblage technique that I've been uh, uh, practicing with. Um, I had some leftover pieces from recent journals that I made, and I'm thinking, hmm, I could I could uh, combine these together in different ways, and how could I do that? And and uh, I was just rolling around this idea of uh, I it's almost like um, there's no beginning and end to the book, and I know there's other concepts like that out there in Bookland, um, but I've never really actually sat down and looked at how to do one. So this is kind of coming from my own head, like okay, if I was going to do that, would it actually turn out like that, or would it would it work, or would it not work? And I'm trying different tie knots in that and trying not to make it too complicated, um, but keep it simple. And if I if I come up with something that looks halfway decent, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a show and see what you think. Or just take this idea and run with it and see what you come up with. Um, that's the beauty of it. This is all here for us to play with. And uh, um, so that's, yeah, that's what we're kind of hanging out thinking about today, right? Sunshine? Yep, yep, Sunshine says yes. He's got a little... Um, pinkishness to his uh, little whiskers today because he was eating a piece of watermelon. That's right. Uh, He was having a little piece of watermelon. It was uh, very small, but it was apparently very juicy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, um, you know, what's next on the table is always a question. And sometimes I have a million ideas in my head when I walk in the craft room. And then when I actually sit down and start, something completely different comes out. And that's okay, too. Um, You may find that the journals, in a way... um When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I want to say they make themselves, but it's it's like you have this idea in the beginning and it sort of goes off in its own direction and uh, you're merely the, the person putting the parts together. Um, and, uh, you know, the beauty of the journal is that every time you turn a page, it's almost like a new canvas 
It's a new uh, place to create art, simply or uh, a beautiful complex scene or picture or structure. Um, there's so many things you can do with every page. You can focus on color or words or text or um, texture, um, flips. Uh, you know, there's so many different things, um, things that you clip on, things that are permanently adhered. Um, that's an interesting quandary, I think, in the, um, uh, that every junk journaler uh, probably wonders in their mind. How much should I actually affix or glue to a page versus how much should I keep as removable? Because maybe I want the person who receives the journal to be the chooser of um, what stays adhered and what is uh, permanently affixed. Um, and I would say I float back and forth. Sometimes I will uh, glue a lot down because I like the sturdiness of it. And um, I like to create more of an explorative journal where they're going through and they're pulling things out of pockets or flipping things up and down. But there's a lot of adherence. There's a lot of things attached to a page where they can peek behind, look under, look around, tuck in, pull out, um, almost in a little adventure book as they go through. Um, and then there are other times where I've, uh, you know, practically had to tie one hand behind my back and say, okay, now this journal has the intention of being uh, pr primarily a writing journal, but how can I have fun with it and decorate it and play with the journal and give the uh, person uh, little launching pads of inspiration as they go without taking up all of their space, all of their writing space, which I tend to do. So um, then I will sometimes focus more on just you know, like using a rubber stamp on some pages uh, to give it a little bit of a decoration or maybe just a little bit of sewing on a page, uh, just a, like maybe down the side of the page, something like that, but still leaving a lot of writing room. Maybe I'll just tear out a quote and glue that to the top of the page as a launching pad and they can take it from there. Uh, maybe I'll just glue a dried flower on, in the, on the corner of a page. Um, maybe I'll just uh, take a little tiny fabric cluster and put it on the corner of a page. Maybe I'll just put page tabs um, uh, on the journal and just leave all the pages blank. I mean, there's just so, so many ways of how to approach this. And um, they're all good. There's no wrong or right way to do it. There's no wrong or right, right way to um, decide how much you want to put in the journal. Um, this is your experience and, and have fun with it and just do what feels good to you. And that journal will find its happy home. Um, whether it's to the first person who receives it or they end up giving it to somebody else and somebody else gets it and they inherit it, you know, 300 years down the road, fingers crossed it stayed together. And, uh, um, you know, somebody will understand. Somebody will say, my goodness, this person, wow, look what they, look at what they did. They made a book. How amazing is that? And you might actually spark somebody's interest a hundred or two hundred years from now. And if you think that's not possible, just think about how much we have been, I guess, I want to say provoked or nudged or uh, uh, inspired by the people in the Victorian times who had uh, their Victorian trading cards or their calling cards or their scraps 
which you know that look like beautiful little cutouts of flowers and things like that um and uh you know so many things and they had their scrapbooks where they would save these and collect them in there and then you know we come across them and find them and get so inspired by them a hundred plus years later and thinking oh my god i love these things and i just want to honor them and showcase them and present them in a way where somebody else can take a look at them and touch them and feel them and and that type of thing so it's uh really um you just never know and that one piece of paper can be resurrected so many times and go through so many hands and create such a wake in the um consciousness of so many people um and and we have no control over how it affects anybody we just uh release it let it go and let it off to be off on its duties you know there it goes doing its thing um i always kid some will turn into door stops you know let's let's face it some will um but then let maybe years down the road they will eventually find different purposes or um who knows how many hands will uh, uh come across your journals we we just have no idea um who who knows how many people you will inspire as you go and um I think that making books is a is a it's a wholesome thing. It's a quality skill. It's a it's a, a joyous journey if one is willing to embark on the journey. And I know there's a lot of collectors out there of stuff. I get a lot of comments about I'm almost ready to make my journal, Pam. I've got my stuff. I've been collecting. I've been collecting and I I have this image of hoarder house and it's just like bursting at the seams and there's like one day <laughs> one day I'll make my journal, Pam. Um I would say uh just take a big breath, let it out and just just make a journal. Just make a small one. It doesn't have to be a giant tome. Yeah, just make a something that you can use to jot down notes to go to the grocery store. I think it gets you um past that hurdle of uh can I do it? And um will it come out okay and is it possible for me to make a book? Um and uh, once you realize that it's it's you kind of you, you go through like i said there's like there's some you know struggle periods there's like you're trying to get this to fit and that to go through and you know get your needle to go through and the hole's not big enough and you can't find the hole and and uh, everything comes out like i know and that's just part of it and you know it's just a matter of making enough of them and then you slowly get that out of your system as how to avoid that little process or that little that little hiccup or something like that and um uh because so many people came before me and they were all making journals and I picked up and gathered so many tips from what I saw I saw my own personal struggles where and and I saw how they overcame those and I'm like oh that's how you do that that is so much easier than what I was doing oh if I would have known that I wouldn't have gotten stuck there and I would have made 100 books instead of being stuck on this one that I left on my counter and I gave up because I I just didn't know how to get past that one part so I really encourage you to listen to and watch and experience as many uh videos as you can on how to make junk journals because everybody has a little nugget of wisdom to give somebody else. You just never know where somebody else is stuck and what the solution is. And um so I'm very very thankful and very grateful to all of those who are out there, you know, in the front lines making journals, doing stuff, learning, growing, experimenting, um playing, making it their own. Um 
Um, I love that feeling. I know that feeling. And uh, uh, thank you because I've learned so much from all of you out there. And uh, um, yeah, and it really, we all sit down and we have the same quandaries. We have the same situations come up. How do we do it? How do we get it to come out right? How do we get it to come out with that pizzazz, that flavor, that flair, that, that, that something where it just says, oh yes, uh, how do we do it so that we get the whole insides uh construction we finally got it and now we don't want to blow the cover because like that's the icing on the cake we want to have a really nice cover right and um that's all we do is um we at some point we just say hey i'm going to go forth i'm going to do it i'm going to make it and i'm going to make it to completion and if you're if you're on that precipice if you're teetering if you're collecting your hoard, <laughs> that's awesome. And I know the thrill is in the hunt. Believe me, I totally get that. Um, and there is a lot of fun. Why shouldn't you enjoy that part? Of course you should. Have fun with that. Um, uh, these are your toys, your, your things to play with. Why not? Um, but go ahead and take that next step. And um, you might find there's a whole other world over there. And... Um, also, what I find is that you don't need as much stuff as you think, <laughs> you know, when it really comes down to making a book. Um, uh, it's amazing what you can do with very little and uh, just a few supplies, a few basic supplies, and you will be off and running. So I wish you all much fun, much joy on your junk journal creations. I love seeing what you make. And uh, from uh, all of us here to all of you, a big hello. I hope you're all having fun creating with Reckless Abandon. And we'll be talking to you next time. Take care, everybody. If you're looking for any of my links, they're all listed below my videos in the drop-down description box. You'll find my free monthly email newsletter, letter, my Amazon shop, my Etsy shop. Um, and my videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern time. So take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>